Hey, welcome back to the City Boy Rock Podcast. You're listening to episode 67, and this week you're in for a treat, as the boys are going to break down the all-NBA predictions, other NBA awards, and break down the potential playing games for the NBA. So thank you all for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hey, welcome back to the City Boy Rock Podcast, man. Sheree, Kenny, how are y'all doing tonight? I'm good, bro. How you doing? The season is coming down to an uh, to a finish. We got playing games. I think starting next week on May 18th, I believe. Uh, Lakers currently in the playing games right now. Can't wait to talk about that. But um, yeah, first thing we want to talk about today, guys, is the predictions for our all NBA teams. We're gonna go uh, first through third team. Um, so yeah, Kenny, you start off, man. For my third team. This is, a, this is a difficult one to come up with. This is probably the hardest yeah. list I have. This is probably For the hardest sure. team I have to make. Uh, you can't leave Donovan Mitchell off of there. He has their team. He had their team as the best team in the league at, at a point in the season before he got hurt. So he's definitely on my third team. Um, the second guard spot, that was a very difficult spot to decide. For me, it was between Russ and Bill, both guards for Washington Wizards. You know, Russ – Historic season, beat Austin Robinson's record, averaging a triple-double, and built second in the league in scoring with 31.4 points a game, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then when it came down to it, I'd go with Russ. You know, his resurgence really just had the Wizards surging. He he was the catalyst. I mean, I think that trade for Gaffer too helped a lot. But Russ was for the Wizards turnaround in this season, so I got to give it to him. Followed by my forwards, I'm going with Zion and Randall. Oh, I yeah. Think good take, good take. Wait, no, I messed that up. Uh, I'm going with Zion and Braun. Sorry, Randall, you had a great season, but LeBron James, All NBA team. I'm going with Braun thirteen. I don't, wow, I think LeBron James, LeBron James, Le Mickey yeah. James is on the third. That's crazy. I think I think it's be thirteen, but I know he's not going to be. He's probably second team, but I think he should be third. Zion. Explainable, and, you know, seven seeded Lakers, Brown missing a lot of games. He he gotta be thirteen for me, and for center, I'm going with Gobert. Oh man, um, yeah, I'm agree with Kenny there for the for the most part on this on the third team um, in the NBA. My guard, my point guard, I got Russell Westbrook. He's been on a tear lately, especially his last like twenty games. Um, congrats to him. He just broke the triple double record, so he is officially. Mr. Triple Double. Um, my two, I got Donovan Mitchell, like Kenny said. I mean, the, the Jazz has been balling out all season. Um, he has a large part of that. He's been balling out. My forwards, it gets a little difficult here, man. It gets a little difficult here. Um, I have to have, I have to have uh, PG as my, my three. He's been balling out this year. Put up, I think it was like 23, 5, and 6. Very efficient basketball for PG this year. Um, and the Clippers are playing actually pretty well in the regular season, so I can give you credit for him. And then at the four, I got Julius Randle. I mean, I can't just leave this man out. He got the New York Knicks to the fourth seed. This is like the first time in, I think, since 2013, 2014, that the Knicks have been in the playoffs. So um, Julius Randle is spearheading that, and I got to give credit where credit is due. Tom Thibodeau, who I believe wasn't a good hire, has made Julius Randle um, – an all-NBA player. And I think 1,000%, especially with the media, the way they're going to vote, Julius Randle's going to get the all-NBA. All and then finally, as Kenny said earlier, I got Rudy Gobert 
at the center position. Um, probably oh, LeBron. Another DPOY candidate. So yeah, that's my that's my third team for NBA. Dude, we didn't get to the second team yet, do we? All right then. Okay. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Gobert is basically a shoe in. Um, I think um, I have him at uh, my center for the third team. Um, you could have argued Bam, but he had some struggles here and there throughout the season. He didn't pop as much as I think a lot of us thought he would. So I got Gobert. Um, at the forwards, I got Zion. Man, I mean, I don't even have to say much. This dude, he's taken over the league in his second year. Um, unfortunate that he got hurt. Unfortunate that the Pelicans stink. Hey, David um, Griffin, David Griffin finally spoke out, man. He finally said, oh, the NBA, oh, they used to do something about this, bro. It's just basketball. Nah, exactly. Oh, Zion developed a right hand. I'm sorry, man. I love Zion, but I get the right hand, man. And he's drawn the sixth most fouls in the league. So it's not yeah. like he's not getting any calls. Like, it's just hard when you're that big. That's what guys like Shaq had to deal with. Like, refs just didn't know what to whether to call it a foul or not. Same with LeBron. Um, it's hard to tell. So, um, I don't know what – I think Derek Griffin's just crying because he doesn't know how to build a team. Um, at the other forward spot, I got LeBron. Um, he was in the MVP conversation. He was one of the top three candidates before he got hurt, but he just missed too many games, 20-plus games, so I can't put him at the second or first team. Um, and the same goes with Harden, also a top three MVP candidate before he got hurt. I got him at my first guard spot. Um I think he's the catalyst for the Nets. I think we all agree with that. Um, he's the distributor. Um, it's going to be exciting. Um, he's coming back today. I think they're playing right now. So um, Harden's going to be the driving force behind them, winning the East and possibly winning the finals. And the last guard spot, this was really hard. I was going I – I was trying to go through Booker, Mitchell, and Beal. But <laughs> it's hard, I'm going to have to go with Beal, man. Like, he's been robbed the last few years. Um, I think he's been the consistent force for the uh, Wizards. I, I Like, I would have Russ in this conversation, but the start of the year, I think, was just too detrimental to his case for the third team, in my opinion. So, um, I got Beal as uh, my last guard. Um, second in the league in scoring. Um, always reliable. He's always there for the Wizards. He's hurt right now, but I think he's going to come back and help them. Um, win the playing tournament and get that eight seed. Yeah, before we move on to the second team, I just want to say I left some names off, and uh, a lot of people are gonna roast me for it. Um, let me just let me just say some honorable mentions right now. I did leave Zion off because of the way Julius Randle has been playing in these past um, this stretch for the Knicks. They've been winning more games. They're in the fourth seed. Um, unfortunately, Pelicans aren't doing too hot. Zion did hit a little bit of a cold streak recently, and then now he's hurt. So uh, I had to leave Julius Randle on there. And then another name that I didn't have on there, unfortunately, was Kyrie Irving. I really wanted to put him up there. It was either between him or Donovan Mitchell. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, I just had to go with my gut, and I, I, I chose Donovan Mitchell. I think Kyrie will be on there for the next few years. And, um, and the last name that I didn't include was AD, obviously. AD has been hurt. Oh. And also, he has not been playing well at all besides – you know, these past couple games. So I left those names off the board. Um, so, yeah, moving on to the second team, unless you guys want to talk about some names you left off. One thing I, I think I do want to switch, I think a very interchangeable 50-50 either way. I think it's going to be either Mitchell or Booker for that 13 spot. I'm the mm. biggest Booker fan in this, in this, in this podcast. I'm right surprised. Now. I'm surprised yeah. you didn't have him. 
I was yeah. The Jazz had the first team, the first seed right now, right? The first seed right now. The Jazz have the first seed, but yeah. So I think yeah. if it ends up with that first seed, it's gonna be between Booker and Mitchell. It's competitive, especially for the guards. It's, it's two, hard. Yeah. It's, I also forgot Devin Booker on the list, but yeah, it's it is very interchangeable at this point. Um, the Suns have been balling out, the Jazz have been balling out. I mean, there's too many guards in the NBA right now, so uh, yeah. So we're going to second um, team. Yeah, go ahead. So for second team, I got my boy Kyrie Irving. You know, that guy's been balling. He's probably been – he probably played the most out of all the next big three. Um, they're the second seed in the East right now. He's been balling out very efficient basketball, 50 – not 50. He's sub-50, I believe, 40 from three about. He's yeah, he's 50-40, basically. 50-40 from three, yeah. He's he having a great season. Balling out, proving wrong that you know he might have cancer to a team. Everyone's talking about, oh, you know, he's bad in the locker room. Nah, he's a great player. That's my second team pick. I'm about to follow it up with Damian Lillard. Dame is a, honestly a first team. He should be on the first team, but like you guys said, too many guards. It's hard to get to that first team spot. You gotta have an amazing, extraordinary season to get to that first team spot. Dame balled out, but I think that month of April he was really struggling. Had to, I had to put him on a second team because of that that month. Uh, for my third, second team forwards, I got and Kevin Durant and what's it, and Ka- Kawhi Leonard. See, for me, Braun and KD both missed a lot of games. The thing separating Braun from KD is seating. That's really what it came down to. Next second seed, so I had to give it to him. <laughs> KD came back. You know, Lamecky not only yeah, but anyways. Uh okay. <laughs> Katie came back off in the Achilles. has looked phenomenal. Haven't lost a step. That's it's crazy. I haven't really thought he's gonna be washed or something like that, but not has not lost a single step. Still a great player, probably the best score in the league, one hundred percent the best score in the league. To me, best player in the world, but it's a whole other conversation we're gonna have. Probably no part there. But yeah. All right, man. Kawhi got the he got the Clippers. Clippers look dirty this year, man. They are. They're a threat to the Lakers this year. Dangerous. Looking dangerous. Big part of that is, is PZ, who I'll get to next in the next team. But oh my God. the leader. But yeah, Kawhi, second team. Um, center, Embiid, Jokic, probably top two MVP candidates. But Embiid, I, my MVP. We'll talk about MVP later on, but Embiid, my second team, and balling out, putting the sixes on his back, carrying the scoring, though, because Benson just can't score. But yeah, be second team signing. All right, man. Um, for me, for my guard and the number two in the second team for all NBA, I got Damian Lillard. Um, it was Sean's calling. Sean's chirping me in the background. They saying it's ridiculous. Um, I would have put I would have put Dame first, but Luca the stretch Luca's been on. I'll get into that later. I'll get into that later. Luca has been going on that stretch. Um, Dame had a stretch earlier in the year where he absolutely tore up the league. I mean, he was dropping crazy amount of numbers. Uh, he still is putting up, putting up great numbers, but unfortunately, there's just too many guards in the NBA, like you guys said earlier. So I got Dame at the first spot in the second team. Um, my next guard is Bradley Beal, who is second in the NBA in scoring right now. He's having an absolutely amazing year. Um, and without him, I'm telling you right now, in the beginning of the year, the Wizards were barely floating above the water. And that was with Beal balling out. So I, I expect the Wizards to make some noise in the playoffs. Um Coming up later. At my third spot, I got KD. Uh, I'm going to be honest. 
Um, if he played all games this year, he would be a shoe in for, for first team. Cause every single time he touches the floor, bro, I swear this man does not look like he came off an injury, bro. Um, he is just one of the best scorers I've ever seen. And every time he touches the floor, he impacts the game in so many different ways. KD is my third spot. And then we got LeMickey, LeBron James, unfortunately at the fourth spot in the uh, second team. Um, he has having a great year, but unfortunately he missed a few games. And I think, I'm going to be honest, bro. If, if he was playing the entire year, the Lakers would still be the second or third seed, uh, even without AD. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. I can't even cap. Uh, I, hate LeBron, I hate LeBron a lot. I mean, I still want this man to lose, but I can't lie. This man is uh, – he is one of the best ever. One of the best ever, not the best ever. And then um, at my fifth spot, I got Joel Embiid. Um, if it wasn't Jokic there, then he would be first team. But, yeah, that's my, that's my second team. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you on the center. Um, I think if Embiid played a full complement of games, I would have him over Jokic because he was balling out. I had him as my MVP before he got hurt. But um, yeah, I'm gonna go with Embiid as my center. With my first forward spot, I'm gonna have to go with PG. Man's been balling out. Can't even lie. He hasn't looked like pandemic P this season yet. The Clippers have had some struggles in fourth quarters though, so we'll see how that translates into um, the playoffs, but he's been balling out. Um, when Kawhi's been out, he's really stepped up. He had that stretch when Kawhi was out with that foot injury mm-hmm. where he was just 35 every game. So I got to give him that second team spot. Um, and my other forward, I'm going to have to go with Julius Randle, man. I mean, the Clipper, I mean, the Knicks, we thought they were dead. I don't think many people thought they were going to be that good this year. And he's improved so much. And we'll talk about that more later. But, yeah, he's been in the gym. Um, he's been a great leader for the Knicks. Um, they're, like, like yesterday, you guys saw, they're a tough team. They lock up. Like, it's hard to score on them. Um, and um, I think he's been the catalyst, obviously, for um, their resurgence. Um I think just the story of the Knicks being good, the Knicks finally be, be, being back in the playoffs will propel him to the second team. I think a lot of voters will take that into account, and that's why I think he's the second team. For my first guard, uh, I'm going to go with Dame. Um, it just, it, there's so many great guards in this league. Um, he would be first team any other year, but um, he did have some pretty okay stretches um, he started off the year on fire, but um, he had that middle spell where he wasn't as good and they were losing a lot of games. Um, especially when McCollum came back, you thought they would keep keep up the pace with like the top four teams in the um, Western Conference, but they just haven't been able to. They've had some really bad stretches at points. So I, I got him as my first guard. And second guard, Kyrie, I mean, this dude – Everyone thinks I'm a Kyrie hater, but um, I got to give him props. He's balled out. He's obviously played the most games out of the Brooklyn Big Three. And in the clutch, this dude is literally unstoppable. Um, his finishing is just amazing. Like, I, I can't even describe it. Like, some of the shots he makes is just crazy. And he's – I think he's channeled some Kobe for sure. He's making a lot of fadeaway left-handed shots that, like, it just reminds me of Kobe. So, um, and he's having a career year putting up career field goal percentages. Um, so I got him as my um, second team guard. Remember right. the beginning of the year when they were on the, the live, him and Katie talking about Kyrie taking up more post, uh, post-ups? 
Yeah, because Kyrie said on that he was KD in his past life. Yeah, he was like, I'm post up more this season. And like, nah, <laughs> nah, he's doing it now. And we're seeing what happens when that happens. All right, let's move on to the first team in the NBA. I already know it. I think we all pretty much have the same exact one um, besides Trey. But yeah, go ahead. Number one, my guards, Steph. Yeah, no explanation. I don't even need. I don't think we yeah. need an explanation, bro. Yeah. If you don't have stuff on that, what are you doing? What are you doing man? <laughs> yeah, same. Same. I think we all have. To, we all have Luca on there. Luca been amazing. Just last stretch, he really got the Mavericks going. Even without KPN, you know, very injury prone, unreliable co-star. But Luca been bowling out. That guy is going. It's a generational talent. He's earned this spot in the first team this year. Uh, Giannis. Another guy who's been phenomenal. He's in Milwaukee, so he didn't get a lot of the hype. He hasn't gotten a lot of the hype this year. Obviously, an MVP candidate, but you know, voter fatigue plus Milwaukee plus Chris Middleton. Nah. So, but yeah, he's been great. We saw those two wins against the Nets. He really put the team on his back and carried them to those wins. Now, this, I think this is the most controversial pick where we changed up. Mm-hmm. But I'll go on PG. I'm on PG on my first team because, like you said, those when Kawhi's been out, we don't we have not seen pandemic P at all. This man was shooting really 50, you know, 50, 40, 90 to the point, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he was yeah, shooting shoot. like 44 percent from three, it wasn't yes. like a barely 40. It was, yeah, he was absolutely killing it. Clippers look very dangerous, and that's why I'm putting him on. I think this year, I mean, yeah, Kawhi's the best player on that team, but this year, PG is the one who's you know had them. He was he's our X Factor and he's shown that he's still a top player in this league. So gotta give him props. He fixes issues. He's earned his spot this year. And Jokic, that's I think that's you know, I don't know how to explain that either. That's a thing that MVP picks for everybody. Yeah. I think. So yeah. Jokic, All right, man. Jokic does what Jokic does. <laughs> uh for me, my first team. Let's get this out the way. Steph at the one. Luca. Um, Luca and Steph are the two guards. I don't think there's any explanation or any debate there at this point, besides Luca and Dame. Um, but I think Luca's gonna get it. There is no debate. I think <laughs> Steph, no debate. Steph is a shoe in. I mean, if you don't have Steph on there, you just don't watch NBA, bro. Like this man, Steph is actually. Um, I would literally say this is his second best year after mm-hmm. his 2015-2016 year. Um, yeah, Steph is balling out. He's going crazy. Um, Steph and Luca are my guards. At the three position, this is where it gets a little, a little different. I have Kawhi Leonard over there. Um, he's very quietly having a monstrous year. Very efficient, like always. Um, you could put either PG or Kawhi. I put Kawhi personally um, because I just think people are sleeping on this man Kawhi. He literally won a ring two years ago. But, um, yeah, the, the Kawhi slander is starting to get a little bit out of hand. And then at the four, I got Giannis, who, like Kenny said earlier, very, very quiet season. He's putting up monster numbers. Um, and he has Milwaukee at the – are they the three or two seed? Yeah, they're three. They're, they're three. three right now. Um, I mean, this, this Bucks team, they're always ready to play. Even when the Bucks were losing, they had that one stretch where they're losing games. Giannis got the team back and winning games. Um, so, yeah, I got Giannis at the, at the four. And then um, Nikola Jokic, MVP. That's all I need to say. 
at the five. So yeah, yeah, Jokic has been <laughs> like at, like these numbers don't even make sense. Twenty seven, fifty six percent field goal, forty from three, eleven rebounds, eight assists. Like we could see like this. I don't even think this is the apex of Jokic yet. We might see a triple double average next year. Who knows? But yeah, I got him as my center at my forward. I got Kawhi. It mm. it was really hard between him and PG, but. I think Kawhi's season has been very underrated as well. Um, even at the beginning of the year, like he's been playing back to backs and stuff. Like he wasn't getting any MVP buzz when the clip and the Clippers were balling out, and um, he was putting up great numbers. So it's very interchangeable. But I think um, Kawhi, because um, of just his consistent, I think he's more consistent than PG because PG does have his stinkers. Um, and obviously the defensive end, I'd take Kawhi as well over PG. So that's what made me put Kawhi on the first team. Giannis, obviously, at my other forward spot. Um, he, I think he's added to his game. He has a little post fade that I have not seen in previous years. Um, he's obviously not getting the buzz because he's won back-to-back MVPs and kind of failed in the playoffs. But um, I think the addition of Drew Holiday should help them in the playoffs. We just got to see how Chris Middleton – um, does and um, yeah, at the guards, I don't think there's any debate. Luca and Steph, Steph is just like I, I, I have no words. This dude has a way to just entertain and just awe us every single game. He pulls off something that we've never seen every single game, and like, dude, I don't know how he has all these games with. 10 plus threes like I've never seen this before we're witnessing history I don't think anyone's gonna touch him in terms of three-pointers made I think he's gonna be up there he's gonna get that record and he's gonna hold it for a long long time because this is the greatest shooter we've ever seen and I don't think there's any debate about that anymore that record I don't think will ever be broken in our lifetime I don't think that record will ever be broken bro um but yeah well, let me say this about the Clippers real quick. I think losing to Denver last year kind of helped them, bro, because there's no pressure on the Clippers at all this year, bro. I swear. Even when the Clippers go crazy, nobody talks about them. Um, it, it's kind of a blessing and a curse, man. They lost to the Nuggets last year because I maybe they wouldn't have beat the Lakers. Maybe they wouldn't have beat the Lakers. We would never know. Um, but the fact that the, the fact of that, the matter of the fact, nobody ever talks about them. So I think that kind of helps the Clippers. Kawhi likes to be low key. He doesn't like to be under the spotlight. Um, and I think it helps PG, too. So, yeah, moving on from that, let's head over to our award predictions. Starting with MVP, I think we all know where we're going with this. Um, Kenny, just get it out the way, man. Nikola Jokic. That Jokic dude, man, that dude is involved. Jokic dude, man. Jokic is – yeah, he's different, bro. He is different. Yeah, uh, I, don't even, I don't think I really need to explain anything, man. He's different. That, that's the – I think he's going to be – y'all think he's going to be unanimous. That's the question. I don't think he'll be unanimous. I I I know there are some writers out there who is gonna who are just gonna pick Steph just because. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And then th- there might be some Chris Paul buzz. There might be some Embiid buzz. I don't think he'll be unanimous, man. I just yeah. uh, I just think the the he's not as loved as Steph is. You yeah, know? Like, that's why Steph got the unanimous MVP. Um, and as a center, bro, it's kind of hard. So, um, we'll see, man. Mm-hmm. But his numbers are insane, and he's playing so well. They've been playing so well without. Murray without Monty Morris, without Barden. Yeah. Uh, Gordon's been in and out, and they're still, like, the same team. And he's super clutch. Like, this man has a bag, bro. Like, some of the shots he makes are just insane. So For sure. 
I got him as my MVP as well. I don't think there's much of an explanation either. That right. dude's just balling. Next award earlier in the year, we thought it was pretty much a wash, but now there's a little bit of a, a little bit of debate going on. We got rookie of the year. Kenny, I think I know where you're going with this, but um, yeah, go ahead. Rookie year is hard because metal's back. And I, love, I think I, I'm a big fan of both of them, but you know, and so I got to go with Ant. They're both balling out. Ant been, you know, he started off slow. People were talking about him being a big. He's needed the game. People don't realize, you know, the jump from college to NBA is a big adjustment. And once he, once he's the game slid out for him, we see what happens. Dude's putting up. He's already have like two forty point games his rookie year. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He 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 and Melo are going to be different. So, yeah, but I think it got to go to Ant just because of the missed games. It's going to be a very race though for sure. Um, yeah. So, okay, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm agree with you, Kenny. If Lamelo had played more games, I probably would have said Lamelo yeah, because the I think too. the better player right now is Lamelo. Um, but considering he missed twenty something games, twenty one games, I believe, and Edwards has been balling out too. There's no disrespect to Edwards; he's tough. Um, he like his dunks, man. Like he gets up. Like he's he's a fun player to watch. Um, I think he's going to bring a lot of excitement to Minnesota for years to come. I think they're going to be a lot better next year when they're all healthy, hopefully. And, um, yeah, I got Anthony Edwards in my rookie of the year as well. Dang, Minnesota producing all the rookie of the years. Um, for me, I will still go with LaMelo Ball. I know he missed a lot of games, but his impact on the floor, man, he is such, such a fun player to watch. Um, and he has that – I mean, not him single-handedly, but – I mean, he has the Hornets in the playing game. Got to respect that. I mean, it's the Charlotte Hornets. He is, he has just made basketball in Charlotte so much more fun. Um, he's averaging fifteen six and six. Um, and I just personally think Lamelo Ball. I think that he has the writers on his side. He's a very likable player. So is Anthony Edwards. I'm not gonna lie. Anthony Edwards is so funny. But I think Lamelo has been in the spotlight much longer. And I feel like a lot of writers are just gonna select Lamelo just because they've known him for a long time. And uh, yeah, I think Lamelo's gonna get it. But, I mean, it could go either way. Uh, moving on from that, let's hop over to DPOY. A lot of buzz about this award this year. This award, I feel like this year, is probably the most competitive um, for DPOY. So, Kenny, go ahead and start out. Who's the, who's the defensive player of the year? Uh, so, I have the, for my pick, who I think going to win, I think it'll be Ben Simmons. Do I think he should win? No. That's a different thing. He, he's a great defender, great perimeter defender. You know, he does. I don't know if you guys have seen those videos where he, you know, he he does foul a lot though. Like, but he he's smart with it though. Yeah, I saw I saw he do with Lonzo. Yeah, he, I saw he do with Lonzo, man. That's an age. That wasn't a foul because it was on Lonzo, but all the <laughs> other ones are fouls. <laughs> he is definitely you know top two in the race, but I I think because you know it's the six years of be having a great season or surging season where you know they said Embiid and Simmons wouldn't work out, and you know now it's working. Uh, they're going to give it to Simmons. Plus, you know, he didn't win last year or anything. So, I think media will give it to Simmons. But I think, you know, rim protection is more important than perimeter defense. Because that is, you know, the last line of defense. I think it should be Gobert. Regardless of how bad he gets cooked in the pick and roll, if without that without that rim protection, Utah would not be what it was this season. You know, because, you know, if Simmons didn't have that defense. They thought they thought Ms. T. Stiebel. It's not as bad, you know what I'm saying? 
And Yoke, and I mean Embiid, yeah, elite. I would even say Embiid's defense is more impressive, more important than Simmons on that team. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I think I think Simmons is going to win, but I think you you have made some good points over the last few weeks, and I do agree with you. Yeah, we saw um, Kyrie did to that man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and, and like, I've seen videos and stuff where people are literally scared to go into the paint because Gobert is there. Like, and he knows it too. Like, he's like nodding his head, knowing that they're they're scared to go up with it near the rim. And a lot of uh, Utah's defense is just funneling um, driver drivers and cutters to Jokic. I mean, to Gobert, so that he can block it or contest the shot. And that's obviously very important, and that's going to be more important in the playoffs. And, um, yeah, so I got to go with Gobert. But um, in terms of who I think is going to win because of just the Gobert, it's just there's a bias against him, I think, in the media. And um, the fact that he's won a few defensive player of the years, there's going to be some fatigue, Gobert fatigue. Um, so I think it's going to be Simmons, but um, I think – uh, Gobert should win. Okay. Um, you guys know that stretch of time when LeBron was on the Heat, and then everybody was like, "Oh, he should have won MVP all those years." I think Rudy Gobert should have won, should win MVP or DPOY every single year in his prime. Like he's literally that important for that Utah Jazz team. He he is the definition of defensive player of the year. I mean, um, I think like Kenny said earlier, Ben Simmons is a great defender. He did get cooked by Kyrie, um, and also. Um, paint defense, rim protection is much more important than um, perimeter, de- perimeter defense. And, yes, I do agree with you guys as well that Ben Simmons probably will get DPOY just because the writers are tired of Rudy Gobert um, being in the conversation or winning every other year. So uh, I think Ben Simmons will win. But if I were to actual vote, if I, me, if I were to vote, I would take uh, Rudy Gobert. Glad to now see moving on. Green. Yeah, yes. we're on the, the the Jazz are, are We're else. agreeing a lot today. That never happens. Uh, moving on to the most improved player this year. Early in the year, a lot of Jeremy Grant hype. Loki died down. Kenny, who do you think is the most improved player this year? I think we're all going to be in green for this one, too. I'm going Julius Randle. That mm-hmm. boy has been hooping. He's not taking dumb shots anymore. You know, just driving the paint. He's improved his playmaking so much more. Has, you know, New York back in the playoffs. The improvement, the numbers may not be as the jumps may not be as big as Jeremy Grant's, but the impact is ten times as big. Mm-hmm. And that's my pick. I don't gotta say much about it. Yeah, they should just email or send him the award right now. Um, he's been amazing. Like I said before, um, he's improved his shooting so much, and that's unlocked a lot of parts of his game. Um, he's able to. Like, you can't just sag off him anymore. He does make contested jumpers. He was making contested jumpers over AD. Obviously, you guys saw against the Clippers, he closed that game out. Um, he's improved. That Improving that shot has had his, has made his game come so far. Um, just And obviously, just the impact that he's made on the Knicks this year, um, getting them into the playoffs probably. They're going to clinch the next time they win. I'm sure they're going to win one of their games. So... <clears throat> They're going to clinch soon. Um, yeah, this this one's not much of a debate. Um, Stat Pad Paradise. Um, Detroit, man. Kinda, it was kind of blinding us earlier, but um, we know we know now that 
whenever you go to Detroit, that's where you want. That's where you go to put up stats. So, um, I, I'm not no I mean, disrespect to Jeremy Grant. He is a good player, but it's hard. The Randall's you can't, you can't be a bad player. Well, yeah, he's not bad, but it's just very little impact on what yeah, he it, when they he don't puts have up much numbers. Meaning the numbers, yeah, yeah it yeah. doesn't translate to winning. For most improved player, I'm gonna go agree with you. Is Julius Randall hands down? Um, he is balling out this year. Um, Jeremy Grant. Jamie Grant, like you guys said, stat pad paradise. Uh, I feel like earlier in the year, when we were blinded. The Knicks were like hovering around 500. But after this recent stretch where the Knicks have gone crazy, I think Julius Randle has been a big part of it. And I think all the writers, um, he might be unanimous most approved player. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think it's going to be Julius Randle. We're agreeing a lot today. <laughs> Next award. I think we're going to agree all the way through. Yeah, I think, I, think we, I, think, I think we are. Uh, yeah, Next award we got. Next award we got is the sixth man of the year. Um, I think we all know where we're going with this. Kenny, go ahead. Jordan Clarkson, bro. <laughs> I don't know. That's what you're going to say. I'm saying Jordan Clarkson. That man has a green light off the bench. 41 points oh. off the bench, bro. Like, come on, bro. That yeah. man, Lakers. <sighs> I don't know what y'all are thinking letting him go. Like, everyone go. You can win a playoff team. He would really have traded he... that man for IT, bro. Yeah. <laughs> y'all can and build a Channing Fry. You can really build a playoff team out of everybody but the Lakers, bro. But no, they win because the player they can't develop players. Over here. Let's be honest. But you know he's a perfect player for them. You know he's that guy that can go through when that you know the bench the bench team is in, and he just needs someone to get you a bucket. But he's their shot creator. He can close games out too. Like I'm not, I would not be surprised if you know, he's having a hot night and they're like, okay, Carson go win this game for us. He's that good of a scorer. Very integral to their offense, their team, a big part of why they were very good this season. And that's, I think we're all going the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got Clarkson too. I mean, this dude has the greenest light in the league. I think he can shoot whatever shot he wants, pull ups in transition, whatever he wants to do, he can do. Um, he's kept them like afloat with Donovan Mitchell. He's kept their offense um, amongst the uh, the tops in the league. And, um, he's one of the only players who can just come off your bench and drop 40. And he did that against the Warriors. He took over at the end of that game. He missed a pretty bad shot that could have um, won the game for them. And obviously Steph hit it and won the game for the Warriors. But this dude, um, he's one of the most scary scorers, I think, in the league. Like when he gets hot, there is no stopping him. He's going to make whatever shot he wants. And um, yeah, I think he's definitely the sixth man of the year. I, I I was considering Rose for a hot second, but the overall consistency and impact from Clarkson, um, you just have to give it to him. Yeah, I don't think there's much of a debate here. It's going to be Jordan Clarkson, um, and not to mention, bro, the Jazz are fighting for that number one seed. And Jordan Clarkson, dude, he is the Lakers. I I just don't understand, bro. I just think about the squad they could have. They just if they never got LeBron. And let's say they do develop the players. It would be Lonzo, Julius Randle, Brennan Ingram, Josh Hart, and Jordan, Jordan Clarkson, bro. Yeah, and D'Lo. And D'Lo. That team yes. is dirty, bro. Um, but we can let go of D'Lo. He's balling, bro. They got the Timberwolves looking nice right now. But that's another episode. Lakers know how to draft. I mean, it was easy to draft when you have top 10 picks. Yeah. Like, they just don't know how to develop. Yeah, that's very true. Um. Moving on to the final award of the of our predictions, it's gonna be the coach of the year. Um, I don't know where everybody's going with this, so can you start it off, man? This one kind of hard. You know, 
You can say Monster Williams. You can say Quinn Snyder. It's hard this year. But even Nate McMillan, you know, but the Hawks turn around. That's I would say Nate McMillan, but I think it's too short of a sample size. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. half the season. But I think between uh, Monster Williams and Quinn Snyder, and I think I'm about to go Monster Williams. Because, you know, Jazz have had some success before. But the Suns, the improvement's been crazy. Chris Paul, they really gel together. So I think it's going to be Monty Williams for me. Um, I think like recently there's been a lot, there's going to be a lot of votes that are going to go towards Tom Thibodeau, but the drastic improvement the Suns have made, I, I got to give it to um, Monty Williams. Like besides Aiton, Chris Paul and um, Booker, their talent doesn't wow you. It's like their bench. Nobody's going to scare you coming off their bench, but he's got them playing together. They're a very well coached team. You can see it when they play. Their defense. Um, yeah, their defense. A great coaching thing too. Mm-hmm. And like he's like Cameron Payne is all of a sudden like a really solid bench player. He's really improved since he's uh, got signed by the Nets. He played, I mean, the the Suns, and he played very well in the bubble last year. And I think he's he's translated that to this year. And Monty Williams has always been, to me, a very underrated coach. And I think he's finally going to enjoy the fruits of that this year, winning Coach of the Year. Yeah, for sure. Um. Like Shrey said, Tom Thibodeau, I feel like he will get votes just because it's the Knicks. And it's a really good story. I mean, taking the Knicks to the playoffs, especially as the four seed. Mm-hmm. Um, changed the culture. He changed the culture of the Knicks. Like like I said earlier, bro. Especially after saying, you know, if you put that higher and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Coming into the year, I did not think he was a good coach. Um, Me too. I thought he was going to overwork the players. I did not know Julius Randle actually vouched for him. He wanted somebody who would hold him accountable. Um, I think it's a great story, but I don't think he'll win Coach of the Year just because of how the Phoenix Suns are playing right now. Um, Monty Williams is a very underrated coach, like Sheree said. I mean, he has taken this team. Who was before Monty Williams? The guy who was friends with Earl, what's his name? Earl Watson. Uh, Earl Watson, and then, trash. like, uh, t- uh, Jeff Hornacek. Yeah. Uh, it was some Spurs assistant. I forgot what his, what his name was. Doing that, Igor. Igor. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Igor. They're all trash. Like, we've seen the Suns. I mean, Kenny's been saying this ever since, like, 2016, 2015. He's been saying, yeah, the Suns are talented. And I think everybody knew eventually that Devin Booker was talented. But no yeah, coach. needed a point guard. Yeah, too. no coach knew how to use him. And also the addition of Chris, Chris Paul. Um, Chris Paul should be in the running for coach of the year, too, bro. But one uh, thing, yeah. One thing I don't like about the Suns, though. They said they started taking Tyrese Halliburton to develop with Chris Paul when he times. Yeah, I don't get that Jalen Smith pick at all. It made yeah. no sense when they. I didn't think it was. A, yeah. I thought he was overdrafted, um, yeah. at the start, and and now he's just not getting any minutes. I don't think he's gonna crack the rotation for like he's gonna be a project, and we don't even know it's gonna if it's gonna pan out. Yeah, this is coming from two Terps right here, man. They they know what they're talking about. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's just. For me, it's going to be Monty Williams. Um, the, the culture change. I feel like the players just gravitate towards Monty Williams. I feel like he's a people's coach. Like, all the players seem like they love him, especially mm-hmm. last year in the bubble. I remember, um, I think all the players were crying. He just said, keep your head up. We'll be back next year. And sure enough, here they are, sitting at the two seed. Uh, he's got the Phoenix Suns, a team that <laughs> uh, they've been pretty garbage in the past few seasons. He got them at the two seed, so I got to give all respect mm-hmm. to um, – Monty Williams, and I think he'll yeah. coach of the year. He's very easy to root for. I feel like for sure he's he's so respected. He's obviously coach, uh, assistant coach on the Olympic team. He's gone through a lot. I think he lost his wife, and 
Yeah, when he was assistant on the Thunder, I believe. So he's gone through a lot, and and he's look at him now. I mean, he's one of the best coaches in the league, obviously, and I, like he's definitely the coach of the year to me this year. All right. Well, all that being said, that's gonna wrap up our awards um, for this year. I think Kenny's gonna go right now, and then me and Shrey are gonna break down the playing games um, that are coming up later this week. Good. Good predictions today, Matt. Yeah, uh, lots of agreement. Mm-hmm. I expected a lot, a lot of. Uh, I, I did. I, I'm surprised uh, LeBron was on your guys' all NBA teams. Honestly. Bro, of course I'm gonna leave my man's on there. I, I kind of hate that man, but at the same time, I got to give him LeBron, so like, oh, Yeah, it's still LeBron. The but, only reason I don't have Katie on mine, by the way, is because he's probably not gonna be able to play even half of the games. If he played a little more than half, then I definitely would have had him on the third team, but. I would I have think, James. I would have James Harden on the second team if he were playing all those games. But unfortunately, the hamstring issues. What happened um, first? I would have put him first. But I mean, the hamstring issue. If he played half the games that he was out for, yeah, I would have put him on there easily. I mean, our first team that that is difficult, man. Especially mm-hmm. with Luca and stuff. I think it's, all it's, the guys who are on the first team have played most of the games. Like those are the guys who have played most of the games. Like that's why that Paul George and Kawhi debate was. Just, really hard like because they've played around the same amount of games and they've been kind of the same in terms of numbers and stuff so it, it was hard but I thought like it's pick your it, it's basically pick your preference for that one for sure um but yeah Kenny I don't know if you're staying or not but if um if you're not we're gonna move right, right on to good talk y'all I have to see y'all later all right man all I'll right. see you thank you Kenny see you we are moving on to the playing games in the Eastern Conference. Um, currently, right now, we got the Celtics. They're losing Celtics. to the Cavs. Oh, they're losing <laughs> to the Cavs. Oh, man. Yeah, they're, uh, the Celtics are seventh seed. The Hornets are eighth seed. I think the Hornets clinched the playing game. They didn't clinch the eighth seed yet, but they're, um, the Hornets are at the eight. The Pacers are at the nine, and the Wizards are at the ten. Um, before we get started, is there any, any switches you want to make before um, we, get, we get these games underway? In terms of seeding? In, ter- in terms of seeding, yeah. Okay, so let's see. The East is – I think the East is going to stay pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, yeah, the West, yeah, it's going to be the same. I think the Warriors are going to win enough games to be in that um, eighth seed. All right, yeah. Um, all right, let's get started. In the East, we got the Celtics and the Hornets, um, the first game in the playoffs, in the playing game. I'm going to go on a limb here. I got the Hornets beating the Celtics. <laughs> no Jalen Brown for the Celtics. They look like garbage. I think they all know the season's over. They're all – they have just no confidence. I feel like their heads are just down right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the Hornets have something to play for. LaMelo's going to come out fiery. It's a one-game thing. So, if one player gets cold, if Jason Tatum was cold for the Celtics, yeah, you could wrap up the game. Hornets are winning that game. Uh, and I got the Hornets moving on to the seventh seed in the East. This could be so such a bad look for the Celtics because you got Kemba playing his old team and you got Gordon <laughs> Hayward possibly coming back for the plan. I they said he's likely out, but it's it's possible. Anything's possible. Um, but regardless, I think the Hornets are going to win. I think they have a lot of talent even without Gordon Hayward. They've been playing so well. I think Lamelo um, has such an impact on the team. They're all playing together um, and. Guys like P.J. Washington have improved so much. Uh, Miles Bridges, Terry Rozier, revenge game, bro. Like, this is this could be such a bad look for the Celtics, and it'll be so funny. Um, I'm ready for this. I think the Celtics are going to lose and going to have to play the winner between the 10 and 9. Oh, my God. All right. 
Yeah, that, we all kind of want the Celtics to, to just get to just miss the playoffs. That'll be funny. Um, next game uh, we're gonna predict is the Pacers and the Wizards. I'm not even gonna spend too much time on this. The Wizards have been balling out. Um, the Pacers, I really just don't just I'm not scared of anybody. Maybe Sabonis, but like the Wizards, Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal in a playing game. I think that's the last team you want to play um, for a shot at the playoffs. So I think the Wizards are gonna win that game pretty easily. I think Beal and Westbrook are just gonna pop off and absolutely beat the Pacers by ten or more points. Um, yeah, I got the Wizards winning that game. Yeah, me too. Um, I think Beal should just rest until a playing tournament. I think um, if the Wizards win tonight, they should pretty much be a shoo-in for that 10th seed. Oh, yeah. They're up right now by six um, with 7.30 left against the Hawks, so hopefully they can hold on to that lead. Um, but, yeah, I think they're going to win. Um, I think it will be close because Sabonis has been balling out. There's a possibility that Brogdon comes back. But I think in the end – Nobody wants to play this Wizards team. They've been balling. Beal's going to come back. I think he's going to be healthy, um, hopefully, if they rest him for the rest of the regular season. And I think they're going to be a dangerous, dangerous eighth seed. Yeah, so we are all in agreement. We're going to have the Wizards playing the Celtics as Ooh. a revenge game from the 2017 season. The same oh. Wizards team. This, this, this Bradley Beal is on that team. That had a chance to go to the conference finals and lost, and he now he has he, he balled be, out. He did ball out that game, and now he can be the one to take the Celtics out of the playoffs this year. And I love to see that, man. I can't wait to for, I can't wait to see that happen. Oh, um, I got the Wizards winning that game. I think they're gonna beat the Celtics and grab that eight seed. I just think the Celtics are 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 ready to go home, man. I just think they're ready to, to wrap up the season, and I can't wait to, for all the Celtics fans to start crying, man. This is going to be a great time. And at this point, what's the point of them being in the playoff? They're going to get yeah, destroyed. Really. There's no Jalen Brown. There's no, like, at least with Jalen Brown, you have, like okay, maybe maybe they can steal like two or three games, but yeah, it's just it's not. It's just they're not gonna like the Nets are gonna roll them. It's time to hit. It's time to hit the. It's time to hit the reset button. Evan Fournier, unfortunately, was not your savior, so that sucks. Um, but yeah, Evan Fournier, I'm sorry, uh, he couldn't save your team. I, I told Danny Ainge to go for Vucevic. Me man didn't listen. Didn't so. even go for Aaron Gordon. <laughs> yeah, it's they just went for the third best player on that team. It's, it's trash. Yeah. But yeah, um, the West. Let's move on to the, the West. West. I, I got everything staying the same because I mean I looked at the Mavs schedule, very favorable. The I feel like the Blazers won't lose because I think they have the tiebreaker over the Lakers. But the Blazers schedule yeah. is a little rough. But I, at the same time, I I think they'll slip to six and the Mavs will take five. But I think the Blazers will stay at six and everything else. I have everything staying the same because I don't see the Pelicans making any type of noise, especially they're gonna get whooped tonight. Yeah, the they Mavs, have no so. Lonzo, Ingram, Adam, Zion, probably so. Yeah, it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be a rough, uh, rough game. So, first game, we got the Lakers and the Warriors. <laughs> I'm gonna go, yo, listen, I'm gonna go crazy right here. Oh, I know LeBron God. might be back. I know LeBron might be back. But who's that one person you don't want to play in a playing game? It's gonna be Steph Curry. Man. Wardell. It's gonna be Wardell, Stephen Curry. I won't be surprised if he drops 50 in this game to get the Warriors the seventh seed. I have the Warriors in a playing game. I feel like all the all the LeBron fans are going to be crying, man. They're going to be in tears when the Warriors beat the Lakers on a last-minute go-ahead basket by Steph Curry to give him 50 points. And I'll have the Warriors beating the Lakers in that playing game to get the seventh seed, and the Lakers will be playing for their lives in the next game. Wow. You're wild, bro. You're wild. It's a one-game wow. scenario. They're hot right now, man. Yeah, Andrew they Wiggins are hot. And Steph does scare me because in a one-game playoff, who knows? Steph could go – like, yeah, Steph could go for 50. But 
in the end, if AD is healthy, if LeBron is healthy, there is they have nobody who can guard AD. I think LeBron is going to do enough, even if he's not at 100%. I think he's going to do enough to put the Lakers over the Warriors in a playing game and secure that seventh seed. I just – I don't see – even if the Lakers win out, I don't see them passing – the Blazers or the Mavericks, the Blazers do have a tough schedule, but the fact that the Lakers don't have the tiebreaker, um, it's going to be tough. If the Lakers lose and, tonight, it's pretty much – I would just wrap it up, man. Lakers yeah. are playing game. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, I think um, the, the Steph will make it close. It will be a close game. It's not going to be a blowout. But in the end, I think – I don't think they have anyone who can guard AD, and AD's been balling out lately. So, See, I got the Lakers. I don't disagree with you about that. And I, I, I know the Warriors have nobody that can stop AD or LeBron. I'm just hoping that Steph goes berserk and drops like mm-hmm. 11. It's going to be fun, though. The ratings are about to go wild. Oh, yeah. This is uh, it's going to be interesting to watch. This is like the NBA front, NBA's like dream scenario when they thought of the playing games and it's coming to fruition. Oh, let's pray, man. Clay gets healed. His Achilles is healed up and he steps in for this one game. Oh, no. So, uh, the next game we got is the Grizzlies and the Spurs. Um, I think the Grizzlies are going to win this game. I think John Moran's going to play a huge part. Uh, DeMar DeRozan is like the only player that really scares me on the Spurs. But other than that, I think the Grizzlies are going to win this. Uh, they've been balling out recently. Um, I, I mean, like Jaron Jackson's been back. John Moran's been balling out. Even Jonas Valanciunas, he's been t- he's taking, mm-hmm. taking a big step and a big role in this team. And I think the Grizzlies are going to lock in and they're going to beat the Spurs and knock them out the playoffs or play in games. Yeah, I think I don't think the Spurs even want to win this playing game. They've low key been tanking. They've been resting random guys here and there. But um, look, think about it. Think about it. They they've been low key tanking, and the Pelicans still came to get that. Exactly. So it, trash, that pisses bro. me off. So I I literally so said this last week. I was like, oh yeah, the Spurs low key tanking, and then the Pelicans go out and lose like <laughs> two straight. Like it it's so frustrating. You know, oh, we've been rooting man. for them, and they just. They just uh, – they can't figure it out. It's so annoying. This is the same thing that happened last year. We're like, oh, man, they, they might not – they might pass the Spurs, and same thing happened. They just can't get they over lost, the They got this – remember that game against yes. the Kings where they just yes. could not guard anyone? In the bubble, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. And this, the, I, I, they're going to have to blow it up at some point because this is the same result as last year. There's no improvement whatsoever. So, But, yeah, I got the Grizzlies. They've been playing really well. Ja um, – I think in a playing scenario, like last year, he balled out. This year, he's going to ball. Dylan Brooks has been stepping up. Um, they have a good team with Jaron Jackson back. They have pretty deep – like, their top seven guys in their rotation is really good. Um, and I think they're going to be able to, to handle the Spurs for sure. All right. Um, and that leaves us with our two games. I have the Lakers versus <laughs> – the Lakers versus the Grizzlies in the playing game. And then Trey has the Warriors – and Grizzlies in the playing game. So uh, I'm going to go first. Uh, not really much of a, you know, the Grizzlies are a fun team to watch, but unfortunately they're going to get, they're going to meet their fate. And low key, I think the Lakers as an eight seed is uh, a little bit better. I feel like yeah. they, they would rather play the Jazz first than the Suns. Mm-hmm. With um, Mitchell coming off that injury. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And then, um, yeah, I just, I mean, come on. Is anybody really going to pick the, the, the Grizzlies over LeBron and 80? I just can't see it happening. Um, I think the Lakers low-key want the eight seed. Look, it's not even – I'm not going to say – like, I'll say this right now. The Lakers, if they do get that eight seed, I think they'll beat the Jazz in the first round, and then they don't have to see the Clippers until 
mm-hmm. conference, conference finals. finals. If the Clippers even get there, or the Suns, Clippers or Suns, who I think are the two biggest threats for them, they'll knock each other out in the second round. So uh, I think it will work well if the Lakers just get the eighth seed. But um, yeah, Lakers probably gonna win that game. Uh, not even close. Mm-hmm. I'd probably be like a blowout. Lakers win that game. Uh, they give LeBron. If you tell like we're gonna see Game Six, LeBron. Um, Against the Celtics, I mean, he'll probably tone it down a little bit against the Grizzlies, but yeah, if the Lakers win that game. Yeah, I mean, like what you said, I agree with, like, I'd rather be the eight seed and play the Jazz first. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, losing that first playing game and having that one game, like, anything can happen in one game. So, I, like, in just I'm just imagining my fate if they lost. The group chat would just be... Oh my God! I I would I would. But you're not, not worried open. though. You wouldn't be worried. I wouldn't even be I worried about. Be wor- I wouldn't be worried. But like, if it happened, I'd yeah, that, like that my, would be would, so funny, bro. That would be catastrophic for me. So, um, but yeah, if uh, like Warriors versus Grizzlies, I got the Warriors. Steph is not gonna let them lose two straight meaningful games. Um, I think Draymond will channel his when Katie got hurt. In, against the Rockets when he just went off in that conference finals versus the Trailblazers. I think he's going to channel that. Um, I think Wiggins will be decent enough, and um, <laughs> I think that will be enough to beat the Grizzlies. Um, I think they, they just need one more year. Next year, um, I think Jaron Jackson will be fully healthy. I think they'll be a higher seed. They won't have to be in the plan. Hey, like Draymond said, man, this is not – this is no we believe Warriors, all right? They got mm-hmm. Steph Curry. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, that's that's going to wrap up our show today. That was a great show. Um, the schedule release for the NFL just came out. Cowboys are playing Buccaneers week one. Just know that. Cowboys are going to start off the season 1-0. Um, mm-hmm. so, are the, so are the Washington <laughs> football team. Uh, Y'all losing to the Chargers, man. I'm sorry. No, I'm gonna, we saw the schedule. The Cowboys just could start off 0-5, bro, or 1-4. Really? Bro. It's trash. Uh, Cowboys, I haven't looked – Cowboys go, Cowboys go, Buccaneers, and then at Sandy or at at Chargers. I think they're losing both those games. So I'm gonna be honest here. And then they got the Eagles, which is never an easy. They're not game. losing that game. I don't know that. I mean, we don't know. And then we got the Panthers. That's an easy dub. But we got the Giants after that. Because it could be one and four, man. Just knowing the Cowboys. Then the Patriots and then the Vikings. Yeah, Ooh. it's it's not a really, it's not a really good start. But for then us, again, but... Kirk struggles against the Cowboys. So. Yeah, except for that one Sunday night game. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah. That's going to wrap up the show for this week. Um, and we will see you guys next week. Remember to follow yeah, us on Instagram at City Boy Rock Podcast. Twitter uh, at City week. Boy Rock Pod. Yep. Twitter at City Boy Rock Pod. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys soon. Peace out. Peace.